you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rumble. Feel the fire, sense of the rare. It's mine, so only know how to win. What is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night. Uh, I am one of your two hosts, CM Chuck. Uh, you can just call me CM. And across from me, as always, the unbreakable Adamantium Adam. Hey, what's up, everyone? Happy du- Friday. Happy Friday, Double A. How are you doing tonight, man? Good, good, good. good, good, good. Guys, uh, we're going to kind of rush through some of the normal stuff we do. We want to give a little bit of time for everyone to come in and join the live. Uh, we appreciate you being here. We have a very special guest in the house tonight. And we're talking about something really cool tonight. Uh, we're kind of following up on something that we talked about in yeah, the previous kind of episode. Like our what, second sequel almost? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh everybody's in Christmas mode, uh, I think, but us. So we gotta we gotta get in on that. Uh but real quick guys, I want to give a quick uh couple we're gonna do a couple of quick shout outs. Uh, if you guys saw the pictures, you know that we got to meet up with uh, Alfred uh, from uh, oh, Co- yeah. Collectors yeah. Cove <laughs> and Collectors Cove Corpse and from uh, the uh, Comic Book Characters podcast. Alfred has his hands in so many pies, I never know what to <laughs> introduce him as. So uh, quickly, Double uh, A, what did you pick up from uh, Alfred? Did you get a bunch of stuff? Uh, no, no. It was just a few uh, Yeah, me too. issues. Uh, m- mainly it was the Miracle Man. Uh, uh, this I was love like that uh, cover. I think this was uh, a Portland Comic Con exclusive. That's what this was. Okay, so, very nice. I think nice. it's Casada. I think. Yeah, uh, very nice. But I just wanted to have a copy uh, so I can stop reading my real issue one. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely get that issue one graded, bro. Yeah, Put that well, one graded. Yeah. Uh, I got this. I bought it for the beautiful cover. It's a Miles Morales cover. Uh, I don't know who the artist is, but I saw Alfred had it in one of his great auctions in the Collector's Cove Corpse. Again, go check them out, uh, that group. Um, and his uh, page as well. Uh, and in addition, because Alfred, the great guy he is, he also gave me this awesome Flash, which uh, I love because the cover and Flash is really running in there. If you want, if you got a Flash cover, you got to get him running. So yeah, big time. I love that. <laughs> so thank you to Alfred and uh, the Collectors Cove uh, Corpse. Uh, that's them right there. Again, go give them a like, follow, and a share. Alfred does a lot of great auctions, and he's actually getting out and about now to places and doing auctions in person. So you can go like to a bar. He was at a bar, I think, called Urban Brick. I think you go there, have a drink, and maybe eat some food, and then you can also see a, a, pizza place. a comic book auction. Oh, okay. I think everywhere is a bar, so that's just me. Well, it could be. It, it could, could be, be, too. Yeah. So. Um, another uh, guy that we saw, if you saw the pictures, we were with Lucky the Dork Dad, also of the Now Watch This uh, podcast. And Lucky uh, had some books for uh, us. Uh, he gave me, got me some of these. Uh, you guys know I'm a huge Nightwing fan. Um Next to Superman, probably my top DC guy. So he got me that one, this one. I haven't had a chance to read any of this stuff yet. But yeah, also he threw in this Green Goblin for me. Um, some, uh, I guess, '90s Spider-Man because I love Spider-Man as well. Uh, and I just like look the way this art looks, whatever. So Lucky had all those for me, and then he surprised me with this giant size Superman the movie book, which I thought was amazing. And I was like, dude, thank you so much. Look at this handsome gent right here. <laughs> the the only real true Superman right there. Big time, big time. Uh, I know our guests will definitely have some uh, comments on that. <laughs> uh, so we got we got to get get that going. Uh, go ahead. Did you have stuff? Oh uh, yeah. From? And so what I got from Lucky was some Hulk issues. Mm. Uh, love the Hulk. Uh, so he got me some of these. So very nice. So yeah. And, and he gave me uh, the Batman 
official movie souvenir magazine. Oh, you can't go wrong with that, right? So there. that's what he threw in for me. So. Yeah, excellent. And who who did we get the witching hour from? Uh, that was from Alfred. Oh, okay, Alfred. Also, this one, great. Uh, Jess, if you're watching, hun, this is coming home to you, courtesy of Double mm -hmm. uh, A here. So thanks, Double A, for that one. Uh, and last but not least, uh, I want to thank a new uh, gentleman, uh, Big underscore Rob's underscore comics on Instagram. Go look him up. He sells stuff too. And uh, uh, Big Rob had some great – I've actually did visit with him before uh, on a Fortnite comic book. I didn't know it until I went to his house to do this pickup. And uh, I was like, I, I think I bought from you before. And he was like, yeah, I think so too. And uh, we know we had did our episode a while back about V for Vendetta. Yeah, and he yeah. happened to have some of the single issues. Those are great. Uh, so great, great uh, this is just some of them here. He gave me a really great deal. One through ten. On the number one and some of these others. And um, yeah, they, they go – Half were from Robin, half were from another gentleman. Uh, I got to get uh, his name up there. That's um, uh, as well. Uh, he's a great artist who does uh, Ekman's comic show a lot. But uh, Rob, I got half from Robin, half from um, uh, from Eli. And uh, either way, uh, Rob wanted me to give him a shout out, guys. So go check out his Instagram. And, and if he has anything on there you'd like to buy him, I'm sure he'd be happy to sell it to you. So he was also celebrating a birthday. So I hope you had a very happy birthday, Rob. And thanks again so much for the books. Uh we're going to get into some comments, but before we do, uh, I want to welcome our guest who uh, I cannot say enough about. Uh, he's had us on his show before many moons ago. We wanted to get him on, um, you know, much sooner, uh, but I cannot think of a better time of year to have him on. I'm super excited <laughs> to have him on this time of year. Uh, if you're wondering where my t-shirt is from, it is from this gentleman, this man here who has uh, been on practically every Christmas podcast you can think of and a few others that are not Christmas related. Uh, a great friend of the show. He always is sharing in our group, the Friday night faithful. He's a true Friday nighter. Uh, but above that, he is a uh, podcaster. Uh, and uh, again, I would like to say a friend. So guys, please welcome to the show uh, tonight. Our guest, Jerry D of totally rad Christmas, AKA Jerry Davila. Jerry. What is <laughs> up, my guy? I hope that my intro was uh, worthy of you, sir. <laughs> oh, no, not true. Not true. Uh, Jerry, off top, can you give us a, an estimate of how many different podcasts you've been on? Okay. 23 Damn. podcasts. Damn. Okay. Very nice, my nice. friend. Very nice. Jerry, you don't discriminate. You get on everything you can. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you, you know, guys, what makes Jerry such a great guest is that he is such a wealth of information and knowledge on, on a variety of things, a true jack of all trades. And I, I don't even want to say master of none because I'm pretty sure you're probably a master of some, Jerry. <laughs> Hey, there you go, man. Uh, guys, the only reason that Jerry's not here with us in person is because he is a, a native to Texas, but not a native to San Antonio area. Jerry, can you tell us where you're up out at right now? Okay. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, we've we've been. I, my yes. very first trip to McAllen, Double uh, A took me to a con down there. Uh, we talked the whole way, and I felt like I was like, oh, that was like the shortest drive ever. Of course, I'm doing no driving. Double A's doing. Oh, but, it helps. It helps. Yeah, trust me, it helps. Dude, one of the <laughs> one of the best, most organized cons we've ever yeah. been to. Like mm -hmm. they had everything squared off right. It was in and out. Uh, what's that place called? Double A, the uh, South Texas Comic Con. Okay, you ever been to that one, Jared? Down in your home home area. It's. I think it's kind of newish. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's been around that long. Okay. Okay. Do you get to get home a lot, Jerry? Not too much now. Yeah. Okay. I hear you, man. Yeah. And I know through your podcasting, you have a brother here in San Antonio with us. Okay, great, great, great. Awesome, man. Awesome. Okay, well, Jerry, you're out. We're bringing Danny in. So, <laughs> uh, Jerry, one of the things we like to do here is uh, in this first 30-minute block we do, we'd like to read through some of the comments of people that are joining us on Facebook Live. So we've got Jason in the house. He says, what's up, bros? What's hey, up, Jason? What's up, Jason? Uh, Aaron B. is here. He says, uh, the Hulkster? Are we talking about? Are we talking? Maybe the comic? Maybe. Oh, the, yeah, don't try the Hulk comic. Sorry. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, someone here just it's his facebook it user it's got to be yelly she says what's up primo so what's up prima if that's uh you i don't know why it doesn't say your know. name yeah. on there oh jerry else. here's a guy you know in the comments antonio caruso in the <laughs> words of uh cj uh, uh so let's say he says thanos of the podcaster hey, world indeed hey. you are jerry and there you go all the all the rings uh anthony also says uh, he's collecting podcasts like thanos collected infinity stones and beyond and beyond uh i think Jerry's more like the collector now, I think. <laughs> Very nice. Well, we're happy to now officially be added because you've been on before. You were on our 75th kind of... Uh, Double A was out. I had my sister filling in, and, and we were doing kind of a, a variety show for 75. Um, and uh, you popped in for a few minutes and kind of gave us a little bit of your background. Um, but, Jerry, tell us a little bit about Totally Rad Christmas while, while we're reading through some more comments here. <laughs> you came to the right place, Jerry. But you know, we talk about like, yeah, Transformers, GI Joe, Mask. We were on your Thundercats episode. Yeah, we love that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> what I love about Jerry, Jerry has given me new life to what is a Christmas movie. In fact, he, 
he's seen me lurking around the tis the podcast group because i'd be throwing in like is this a, is, by the jerry d definition this is a christmas movie but his karate kid episode was great but he did a great one on rambo yeah and i, I didn't even think about i didn't even think about that with uh karate kid because the all valley tournament is december like 19th or mm -hmm. something yeah so i was like oh damn yeah that's right around christmas time so yeah. i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely jerry you're uh double a's a huge rambo fan but when you pointed that out about rambo it's like oh i forgot when he's in the joe the christmas tree is up yeah, and it's like yeah. it's so funny how movies are regional it's like you know karate kid it was around that time but you didn't think about that because no, it's don't. southern california no. so it's yeah. warm you know whereas you know in rambo he's up in the in the north right like yeah. uh so you just figure oh it's just cold you know what i mean like it's always cold so you didn't think that it actually was around yeah. that time of yeah. year yeah. but uh Again, one of the many, many reasons to go, number one, go check out Totally Rad Christmas, as my t-shirt says here. Uh, but uh, it, it's a great listen. And Jerry does a much tighter show than we do, guys. So solid hour. He'll have you out of there. <laughs> uh, real quick. So. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> nice uh you had uh, something yeah so that what's up primos from luisa maria valdez oh that's my cousin wheeze or wheeze welcome uh, to the show oh you know what because this is our first time we're streaming out guys so anyone that might not notice if you subscribe to us on youtube we're trying out this streaming on youtube so this and is it the looks first like time that's where it came from that yeah valdez. this is the first time we're shooting out to youtube at the same time as our facebook group called the friday night faithful so uh Awesome. Uh, I see Roxanne is yeah, here. Roxanne's she says, in the house. hi, guys. Uh, Roxanne, up, Roxanne, an alumni of Totally Rad yeah, Christmas, yeah. Strawberry Shortcake episode. Yeah. Uh, and then this one is from Claude Lager II. Ah, uh, uh, that's CJ. CJ. Yeah, he says, tell Jerry I think he's sexy. CJ <laughs> trying to get you in trouble. There. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, our favorite Canadian right there. Uh, CJ Berlanga. I've been stealing your your pronunciation of uh, uh anthony caruso's name uh cj uh who i had the joy of being on uh with uh jerry's batman episode and his uh wrestling in the 80s episode which you were sorely missed from bud you would yeah, have been yeah, great yeah, on that yeah. uh but always time i'm sure jerry's gonna do another one uh the, the one time jerry was out of his depth in that wrestling episode <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> There you go. Well, it's funny, it's funny though, but it, uh, you know, for wrestling, the the two important dates it seemed like were Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those were like the two biggest dates for for wrestling for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah Survivor so, Series kind of built yeah. around and then Thanksgiving, Starcade or yeah. you know, like the the Von Erichs, they had Star Wars, and that was their Christmas mm -hmm. event. It was on Christmas. So yeah, that's pretty damn cool though. I had to take admit, the family out. Jerry, I was even telling Double A about the. Uh, some of the Roddy Piper Christmas bits. And he was like, man, I don't really remember yeah, either. And yeah. I was like, Jerry dug deep. <laughs> ah, damn. Mm. So he couldn't make it, but I was like, hey, let's do it. It's awesome. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get you we get you yeah i'm telling you man yeah and that was a great jerry had about how many of us were on there jerry seven damn it was damn. like it was like a battle royal double damn. a like damn. <laughs> <laughs> we get in the weeds with three here sometimes so 
joining us also in the in the uh, commenting audience, Joe uh, Martinez of the Now Watch This podcast. Joe says it's Jerry D live, live and in the and flesh. In the flesh, and he goes, "No Chuck's choices for Christmas movies do not count." All right, I guess there you go. What else we got in there? And, uh, Joe says Jerry is the most professional of us all, by and far. <laughs> <laughs> Take, take it with a grain of salt, Jerry. Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's funny because i listened to their show uh, pretty uh, avidly they were on my my top five of my spotify list and uh they actually believe this or not they're trying to get you on their show as well <laughs> so it's a real <laughs> passing in the night these two ships here uh joe says uh claude berlanga LOL, my guy. He also says, I miss CJ's pod. Uh, has some good stuff. It definitely does. I also let CJ know that I am uh, going to be missing that pod, but I hope to hear him more on uh, Tiz and on Jerry's. And eventually we want to get CJ on here as well. Uh, we've never had anybody from Canada on our show, so that would be a first for us. Uh, and he loves wrestling, and he said he wants to talk wrestling. And there's no one that talks wrestling better than this man <laughs> to my right right here. So uh, our good friend Rich in the hey, house. Rich, Rich says, what's up, my brothers? Cheers. Cheers, Rich. Rich, would like you to introduce you to our good friend Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas, uh, that podcast. So uh, awesome, guys. Double uh, A, do you want to adrenalize me? Was there any, or Jerry, also feel free to jump in. Any pop culture news that happened this week that you read, saw, listened to? I guess to? like just the Hawkeye stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, the Beatles. Yeah, the Beatle documentary that came out last week too. Mm -hmm. uh, that was real good. Yeah, you uh, finished up already? No, I'm I'm still on part two. I haven't seen the last part, so I'm about I mean, five minute five minutes in. I know it, you're a huge good, music though. fan. It's dude. real good. It has a lot. It has. It, it it's kind of hard because they're almost like three hours a piece. So Ooh. that's kind of like you have to make time. But mm -hmm. it's real. It's real interesting just to see how the Beatles work in the studio i mean it's it's pretty damn interesting it's pretty cool to see paul and john actually work out stuff I'm, I'm sure like man. music wise work out stuff music wise it, it's interesting we but, talked a little bit about it last week jared i just told uh double a it's amazing that they had the foresight to have somebody filming that type of stuff there and now you know we didn't know they were going to lose john they didn't know that you know all this you know the split was going to happen like that, so to speak. So uh, great job to have that out there. I watched the first five minutes I did watch was really clean. Looks like Peter Jackson really cleaned it up. It, so. It's real clean. And it's funny because he does like Paul McCartney does say, he's like, it's going to be funny in 50 years from now, you know, that uh, Yoko broke up the band when all she did was just sit there. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you a big Beatles fan, Jerry? Are they on your top there? Okay. Okay. That works. I like them. They have some great tunes. And usually, whenever our little band gets together and plays, we always throw in a couple of Oh, nice. Very nice. We can work it out as one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Hey, Bulldog, which is one of their more obscure ones. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I like that one. Mm hmm. But I mean, yeah, I can sing any of their tunes. It's fun. You know, they're catchy and I dig it. Yeah. 
I know, I know you're a bit of a musician, Jerry. Again, Jerry is, the, I think, the also only one of us uh, podcasters that does his own intro music, uh, which is Damn. very, very awesome <laughs> and super catchy. Uh, Jerry, when I first started listening to you, Joe, you know, we got to give all the credit to Joe because Joe's who turned me on to the Tis the Podcast group. And then, uh, yeah, and yeah, he in, inter- introduced us. <laughs> and uh, he goes, he goes, dude, once you start listening to Jerry's pod, you'll be humming his theme music, which I am. Every time it comes on, I'm singing along. Uh, so it's so great, man. Uh, Joe also does say we need to get Jerry on an 80s movie. Uh, and he says, uh, loving Hawkeye. Yes, we plan to talk all things Hawkeye towards the end. We're also yeah. going to be six, right? Six, I think they're going to do. You're caught up, right? Are you caught up? Okay, good. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Of course, it has to be different because in the MCU, he's got a family. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, man, we 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 got to get Jerry on Double A just to talk some comics because this oh, guy yeah. is a comic yeah. book guy. Like you're I a comic book guy, yeah. and I'm a comic book guy, I think, but I'm like low level compared to you guys. So, like I said, Jerry, I would love that. I, I love your show, Jerry. But when you had that Spider Man issue, I was kind of like, whoa, that's awesome. You so know? much fun. I love that issue. Yeah, I, I read it every Christmas time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that one. Yeah. I, I read that one every year. So, and I was telling Double A that I'm a big fan of the one you do. Uh, the other episode you had with the uh, the Kitty Pride issue with Wolverine by Claremont. Oh, the fourth part. Ex- yes, yeah. yeah. You told me it comes I, right I after. Uh, is it right after Days of Future? Oh yeah, that's yeah. It. It's, yeah, yeah. it's way. At... It was a big oh, you're event. Talking about that issue, yeah, that single issue. Yeah, the Phoenix. Oh, the Phoenix. Huh? Right. Okay. That okay, one. okay yeah. Okay. Remember, it's Kitty Pride, yes, and she's yes, the yeah. the whatever monster it was. Yes, yeah, yes. basically alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But the two guys that Jerry had on with him, they did such a great job kind of talking about, you know, the art and the feel of it oh, yeah, and, and Claremont's yeah. writing. And yeah. so it was really, really yeah. a fun listen, you know. Uh, you don't think you can get a whole episode out of a single comic book, but you can. You definitely can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You so. can. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we got in the comments here, uh, Double Joe said that he had the Beatles rock band at Kick Ass. Oh, yeah. That was uh, Joe says the wife is very into Hawkeye. Uh, as well, she tolerates the show more than the movie, it seems. So she's a very big Jeremy Renner fan. Uh, Rich says that he just wanted to come in and say hi. Uh, he'll definitely rewatch later. And he says, have a good night. Good night, Rich. Rich. Thank you for dropping in. Yeah. And then uh, Joe says, dude, Jerry got me to watch Murder, She Wrote. That's how good his show is. <laughs> there, there, there are definitely some things that Jerry touches on his show that I'm like, I don't know that one. <laughs> I'm like, I got I to gotta familiarize myself. But hey, I was on a whole episode of Jerry's talking about Pizza Hut. So that's how great Jerry's show is. I was like, you want me to come in and talk pizza? All right, I'm there, dude. And it was a great time, me, you, and Art. Uh, And when you hear it, it does get you in the feels. uh, Because, you know, Jerry sent this great article over me to read. And another wonderful thing about his podcasting is that he gives you your homework before you do it. And... <laughs> hey, every time I've been a part of it, it's been great. And if you don't know, hey, you're you're left out to 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 dry, uh, so to speak, because the people that are around will pick it up for you. Because it's like when we did Batman Returns and Batman, there was some stuff in that second one. I was like, damn, I don't remember that. I need to rewatch. You know what I mean? But <laughs> but there was enough guys in there to to, to pick it up. But uh, when we did Pizza Hut, the article he sent me was so great, and it really had me thinking. I mean, I could literally 
visualize the the way Pizza Hut was back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. And you know, back then I was living in California. You know yeah. that double A. And yes. I was like, we, there wasn't very many places to go on the uh, near the Marine base we were at. And I was like, man, I told Jerry like in a one-off message, I was like, dude, I kind of rolled a tear thinking about old Pizza Hut. <laughs> which, if you listen to our show, Jerry, me crying is no big deal, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but, uh, but I was like, dang, man, what, what a great time! And so it made for a really fun episode, and we talked about Book It and all that stuff. So it was really great, really great, <laughs> definitely. Uh, Jerry, um, anything else that you want to say regarding Totally Rad Christmas before we're going to get ready to kind of take a little? We call it like a mini break, and then we're going to get into the subject for the night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Love That'd be awesome. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about that one. Talking about Robotech, and I have a, a very vivid memory that I can't wait to talk about. All right. Awesome. Guys, but, um, yeah. I mean, just try to keep it as much as I can to come into, and hopefully it brings back like the Christmas feels to people, and it will make them remember when they were little and they like ran to the tree in the morning and saw like the toys were filled with that joy and wonder and awe, you know, and uh, and hopefully they can feel that. The whole year. Totally, man. And there's no better time of year right than right now, guys. We just got into December to listen to start Jerry's podcast. Jerry, I've had people reach out to me. Uh, my cousin Belinda reached out. She said, you know, we were talking about uh, being on your show, and she goes, a a, Chris, a a podcast about Christmas in the '80s. I definitely got to listen to it. I just checked in with her recently if she'd had a chance yet. She said she had it, but she was really excited to listen. And then when I posted up my Spotify list, somebody saw it in there. They said they messaged me. They said, "What's totally rad Christmas?" Uh, Yvette uh, Mark. Ah, okay. And I said, "Oh, if you love, you know, think about Christmas time in the '80s." I said, and everything you just said, Joe, you paint such a vivid picture about that. I spent so many Christmas Eves, you know, as mm-hmm. Latino families mm-hmm. do with this guy yeah. being over at his mom's yeah. house, the wood, the wood paneling on there, us yeah. being up crowded, mm-hmm. a, a tree practically because it's like every with cousin's presence there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our parents drinking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and just, it was like a blast. It was like, it wasn't even like a lot of focus on like Santa showing up. It was just like, we were just having the yeah. time of our lives. Yeah. So dude, when you say that it hits and I've got pictures of me with toys around me that are like all this stuff we wish we still had thundercats rambo toys i had a commando figure i mean like and i'm like where is that stuff oh Forget my it. gosh somebody yeah. has my stuff uh-huh and it had the real cloth pants right <laughs> <laughs> so funny man uh, a couple of Mm-mm. Yep, Damn. I remember that <laughs> one. Yeah. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. I, I, but I'm a 
Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'd be living whole other different lives, Jerry. Let me tell you right now. Uh, but shit, we're right up against that first break. We're going to take this quick break, guys, uh, for our audio listeners. If you're listening to us on Spotify or anything like that, uh, we just do this quick break here to load our audio. While we do that, uh, we read through your comments and we'll talk and discuss anything like that. If you're joining us on Facebook Live or on YouTube Live or on our Facebook group live now, uh, we're not going anywhere. We'll be here hanging out with Jerry during that time, but we're just going to let this audio load up and then we'll be right back and get into our topic. So uh, really, don't go anywhere. Keep hanging out. We'll be right back. All right, everyone out there, we got Jerry D from Totally Rad Christmas in the house, and we brought him in for a very particular reason. If I had one big regret, Jerry, is that while I am so happy to have you on in December, because to me, that's the coolest to have a Christmas podcaster on in December. We did an 80s episode. We did an, an 80s movies episode, oh, yeah, and then yeah. we did an 80s cartoon episode. Yeah. And I didn't get Jerry on for either of those. And I'm a, I'm a dumbass for that. So, but, but we got you here now and it's kind of cool because we're talking about, um, we did an episode a while back. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, masters of the universe revelation on Netflix, part one, me and double a, but now we want to discuss masters of the universe revelation part two. Uh, so five episodes, uh, from the part two. Yeah. Five episodes on Netflix and we're big fans, me and double A of mm -hmm. He-Man in the eighties. Uh, Jerry, I got to hear your thoughts on that as a child of the eighties, like us. I've heard nice. you say that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Ah. <laughs> and you have it. That's cool. You have it. <laughs> and great figures, too. Those are really great figures. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He-Man was, like, awesome. I remember being at school and coming home and watching He-Man. Mm -hmm. like, like, I still remember that being at, I went to First Baptist Elementary, uh, not Baptist, I don't know, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I, I went, and then I came home, and I watched I love that one. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love the mini comics. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I just I love everything about it. Um, and then this new one came out, and, and I heard the backlash, and I thought, well, okay, let me watch it, see what's going on. And I, I kind of get it. There's not enough He Man in the first one. But mm -hmm. what I think people forget is that there's lots of episodes where there's not enough He Man in them either. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a lot of those, like neck and neck, 
and his son. There's the mm-hmm. episodes where he has to learn to be a good person. Hula's uh, Quest is like one of those classic episodes, you know, from the Filmation series. So he man's barely in that one, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just looked at it as one of those. It was like one of those other masters sure i mean for oh, go ahead. Go ahead. no no i just gonna say that for me it hit all of those old check marks because i was the same way where he-man was my number one uh as a kid among the you know what do we call it sometimes the big four or big yep. five yep. Mm-hmm. uh you know transformers gi joe uh thundercats and, and he-man and then later on you do get turtles at the tail end uh, but for me, He-Man was always number one. That was the first figure I went to go buy. I can remember the first thing I ever told my parents I wanted to be when I grow up was He-Man. I was like, can I be He-Man when I grow up? And of course, you know, I'm, you know, five. They're like, yeah, sure you can. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, uh, I totally get you. Uh, what, exactly. <laughs> what about you, Double A, with the, the 80s show? How did oh, you? He-Man. He-Man was like the ultimate guy. That's the guy I wanted to be, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love Lionel. Lionel is my number two guy, but man, he man is just by the quote by the power of grace. Oh, but I have the power, and then he transforms. Yeah, you know, it's, becomes this total badass. I mean, and then the name he man, sure. I'm like, man, it doesn't just, get any more manly than man, that. You know, it's like Rambo, he man. You know, it's <laughs> like, man, I want, I want that kind of name. You know. <laughs> but uh let's talk a little bit jerry about like so when you first heard that they were going to do this and not really a reboot but a, um it was supposed a, to a be a, a continuation of where the 80s left mm-hmm. off. that was where it's supposed to be that's what kevin smith said yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what i loved is that they what I loved is that what I loved is that they even included the '87 movie. Oh yeah, there was so much from the '87. Yeah, Blade. I yeah. was like, wow. I've got that in my <laughs> notes right here to ask you guys about. But yeah, I but, saw like, there that is too. so much stuff. I mean, even the quote, you know, this will be our final battle, and mm-hmm. you know when and when he's speaking to all of Eternia, like yeah. in that big hologram. Yeah. I was like, that's from the movie. Very yeah. cool callbacks. They've changed enough that I don't think it really is. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. I think for me, uh, and I don't know if it's true, but for me, in my own head canon, it's just a universe that is very similar to the filmation. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I, I get that. It kind of rides along those rails, which, you know, that's a lot of times I tell Double A when people kind of get in their feelings about, you know, even Avengers or Spider Man. And also, I'm like, look, guys, it, 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 it embodies you know, the essence of the character and it, it's, it's just considered another multiverse. You know what I mean? That, that ex- exists there. Double uh, A is very big on saying, you know, did it capture the heart of it? And I think it did a great job of doing that. Um, so when you got done with part one, Jerry, just real quick, we got a whole episode on it for us on our thoughts on part one, but before we get into part two, give us your thoughts specifically on how you felt after part one ended. There was a lot of, I mean, we heard the backlash too. We both didn't agree with it. And then yeah. it was unwarranted because to me, I was like, the story's not there's over, still guys. More. Yeah, yeah, there's still more story to tell. And plus, if this is going to be a thing where like maybe they bring on a different showrunner for like a, I know they're calling this part one and then you know part two, but if they do a part three, it might not be Kevin Smith. It might be another group of guys. If you focus all on He-Man in the first two, 
you know, when are you going to ever talk about the other characters? When we watch a show like Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead, it kind of goes around the table of the main characters, you know? But, I mean, you can't get away from that expectation. It's like if you have sure. Transformers, you want to see Optimus Prime, right? right? Right. I mean, yeah, same thing here. If you have Masters of the Universe, you want to see He-Man. Yeah, so, yeah understandable. You know. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Right. Yeah. But you, when you got done watching it and you're, no, no, just uh, again, to kind of get your thoughts on like, when you finished part one, your personal opinions about it, like, obviously there were some dramatic things that happened, you know what I mean? That people were like, but I mean, I think we all knew kind of like, that's not how it's going to end. Although that was pretty dramatic, you know, with the things that happened to Prince Adam, uh, Orko, uh, how did it leave you kind of feeling once part one was done? Cause we were, it was very empire strikes back for us. We were like, we're ready for part two. Like, let's go, you know? Mm-hmm. I think more than the being upset that changes or anything, like a lot of people, I was more upset that I had to wait. Right. Right. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's okay. But I, I mean, I actually I liked it. Like I said, there was there was so many um, callbacks and references um, that I thought it, it did well. Uh, the whole magic dying was uh, kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Of, I mean, Marvel did that a few years ago with Doctor Strange. Ah. Uh, you know, so so that kind of reminded me of that. And I just wanted to see what they thought about it. And Evil Lynn, uh kind of working on a redemption arc. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, I was like, where did that come from? Mm. Uh, especially the first season, like a lot of times it was, it was Evil Lynn and Beast Man doing like their own thing, trying to get their own power. They might, you know, go behind Skeletor. <laughs> so I thought, well, you know, I, that kind of makes sense. I can see where they're coming from. They're, maybe Beast Man would have a thing for her. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of little interesting changes. Uh, Tila's haircut I thought was kind of dumb. Okay. I didn't like it either. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, it was like, how many people knew you were He-Man? Everyone raises their hands. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and they were supposed to be super tight. So, <laughs> yeah, um, everyone in the group knew except her. <laughs> how'd you feel? How'd you feel about the stellar cast, Jerry? Because we loved the cast, man. I mean, we were like, you know. So the- I, I really didn't get off to Mark Hamill. Uh, I, I thought he just sounded too much like Joker. The Joker, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I was kind of like, dude. <laughs> yeah, 
I know. It's just use. I know that would have been fantastic. Yeah. There, there were so many lines that got delivered that I would have loved to heard in that voice because he, he, the, the Mark, Mark Hamill was great, and there's a lot of parts where it feels like okay, it's different, but then he'll slide quickly into some Joker, and then with the one-liners, was that a was that a a, a thing that Skeletor did back in the day, the one-liners, because that felt very Joker. He had a lot of these kind of like there was a lot yeah, of jokes totally, written yeah. into it yeah. for Mark Hamill. Yeah. It felt like, and I was like. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he would, he would make a slip nut like that. It was, it yeah. Was more, it was a little more subtle. Uh, no, not, not quite the same. Okay. Uh, it was definitely just Mark Hamill doing the Joker. Doing the Joker. Okay. I, and I kind of agreed. And that's, I love Mark Hamill. I think we, we all yeah. probably all yeah. love Mark Hamill yeah. here. So, okay. Okay, cool. Well, no, I wanted to just kind of get some of your thoughts on that, on, on part one. Uh, but we're here to talk about part two, um, which aired on what november late november right november after, 23rd okay november right before 23rd. thanksgiving yeah um uh, jerry how did you did you watch really fast or did you like pace yourself out or yeah <laughs> that's how i watch everything <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I I hate that. I'm always trying to avoid spoilers, so I exactly know what you mean. And Double A knows. I'm always telling stories like that on this show. Like I'm watching while I'm brushing my teeth and kind of getting dressed and looking over my, you know, and and on my lunch break too. I think people think I watch TV all day at work, and I'm like, no, no, I, I'm I'm working. I, you know, <laughs> I might have it on in the background, and I'm like doing two things at once. But how about you, Double A? Did you did you go uh, on a Saturday? I made plans for for a Saturday, and we saw it in like two and a half hours. So oh, nice. Or how oh, that's the it best. Was. Like a yeah. movie almost. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So. Perfect. And you watched with uh, your with brother Jack and a and friend. My brother, yeah. How did they? Did they? They get, loved it. They loved yeah, it. They okay, loved great, it. great, great, yeah. great. His his oldest brother uh, is is one of the biggest He Man fans I know. So he dressed up as He Man for Halloween. Yeah, he did. That's <laughs> right. He did dress up as He Man. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. But pull that trigger, Jay. Treat yourself. Yeah, the the hair and everything. <laughs> Uh, let me ask you guys something. They did that really cool in the beginning of this one, that classic art intro. Was that oh, on, yeah. that was that was on, on the, the first, first part? Too. Yes. I loved yes. that. Yes, I loved it that too. That was yeah. so yeah. Uh, excellent. I don't know if yeah. we talked about it enough, but. Mm-hmm. Frank Frazetta, yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Rudy Abreu, okay. Uh huh. Yes. Oh, there you go. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So right 
Sure. Big time. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. No, totally. And that's what me and Double A talked about when we did part one, because I said that I said, without me going back to watch any of the, the, the old series, because at one time, a few years back, we talked about this, where I had tried to rewatch a couple of episodes, and I was like, man, it doesn't hold up. And we've had that conversation, Jerry, us three regarding Thundercats, where I told you what a joy it was for me to rewatch Thundercats episodes for your show. But when I on my own was trying to rewatch He Man, I was like, oh man, kind of uh, hard, kind of yeah. hard. Not yeah. that, not that what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Ah. Nice. <laughs> the. The mistakes. <laughs> yeah, it's funny to it's funny too, right? To say like, oh, more sophisticated writing than Straczynski and Dini, who like, you know, these guys that did amazing things, you know, Straczynski in comic books and then Dini on, you know, Batman, the animated series. It's like, there were no strangers to being sophisticated. It j- I guess it just was, they were trying to do what they had to do at the time. It, it, it was just simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Did you watch the documentary, Jerry, on uh, Netflix, the Power of Grayskull documentary? Yeah, I thought it was super excellent. I told Double A to watch it. I was like, it's, it's, you would have been a great companion when you're with your brother and Jack, like to watch it. Well, we, we're trying to, we're, oh. we try to. Uh, the closest that we've seen is that uh, the cartoons or toys that made us. Toys that made toys us. That made yeah, us. That's, a great that's, one. that's the one that's, that's really a great one too. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, nice. Very nice. Okay, so what I wrote out, guys, was I kind of wrote some highlights. I don't want us to go episode by episode. Let's hit on some things that I really want to hear what you two guys thought. So, guys, anyone out there that's listening to this that hasn't watched Masters of the Universe Revelation Part 2, spoiler alert, it's coming. We're going to – if you haven't gotten any yet, (laughs) you're like, oh, you ruined it. It's about to get worse. So we're going to go deep into it uh, before our next uh, little mini break here. We've still got about 10 minutes. So we we got a lot of time to talk about some stuff. So I want to start off with this. When we leave uh, the end of part one, we see what happens. You know, Skeletor gets the power sword, uh, runs Adam through, and we get Skelegod at the end. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, you're like, to me, as an adult man that's 40, I was watching this and I was like, you know, what the hell just happened? Like, It felt wrong. What happened? It like, felt wrong. It felt wrong. Yeah, I was like, wrong. Him saying I have the power, yeah, felt ugly. I was like, like I was yeah. like, did he just win? I was like, what is this? And I mean, I, and even though my adult mind knew this is not the end, I was like, wow. I was like, I'm shook. I'm shook it, as the young people say. <laughs> um, Jerry, how did you feel seeing that end? You know, happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same here. Same here. 
you know, I, I tell CM here, I thought Meg Foster was the perfect evil lane. Yep. And I even thought Dolph Lundgren, man, was the perfect He-Man. Mm -hmm. He is super buff in that movie. He's 6'7". That's the way I want my He-Man to look. Yeah. like him. So, I, I mean, I loved it. Franklin Jella. Franklin awesome. Jella, to me, was the standout. <sighs> he killed it. But Meg Foster, I thought, was perfect. Yeah, I, I said... Uh, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. I thought I, it, it, had they dubbed it. Yeah. I loved it though when he says, I have the power at the end. Of oh, it. yeah. When, when they're both looking at that little orb and he has it and there's Grayson on the back. I'm like, it's Damn. pretty great. He didn't need the cape. The cape was too much for him. But but other other than that, I mean, like I said, we we talked about Franklin Jella. Uh, I, I just was like, man, I, if this was a better movie, we were cheated out of. We got a great Skeletor. We were cheated out of him being in a better movie because he was fantastic. He was so fantastic. I thought, and he looked super creepy. I remember watching that in theaters with my dad, and that uh, we went by ourselves. We sat pretty close because I wanted to be like in the screen. And I remember when they're clashing, you know, swords near the end in that bright light, mm -hmm. and it was like the screen, the movie screen was so bright because I made us sit close. I was like, wow, like, I thought it was amazing. <laughs> I thought it was amazing. And again, like I said, you know, now we can look back at it with all the nostalgia and be like, while it's not great, it has a lot of good things about it. I can sit through it almost any time. It's it's totally fine to me. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's really cool. And it, like I said, it's cool that Kevin Smith, I guess, acknowledged the movie, some of the parts. Yeah, and he of the movie he went yeah. on record saying that he that wasn't really his era. He said he wasn't the biggest He Man fan, but they had so many guys on board that were from like the uh, Master of the Universe org that were like the guys that keep master of the universe alive and he was like nothing is not going through them so i'm not going to do things you know he joked about it on his show uh you know saying that you're not going to see you know he man smoking weed and stuff like that he's like <laughs> it's not it's not going to be you know uh dick and fart jokes you know with uh you know man at arms and i was like okay you know that's cool you know he's pretty much saying i don't want fans to be worried but what, what i do hate and i don't hate this about kev because i love kevin smith to death. I do love him. I tell double A all the time. He's my spirit animal. Uh, but you know, he gets so hurt and he was really hurt by yeah, the, neg did. the negativity right. of the beginning. And I was like, dude, you don't owe, you don't owe anyone anything, man. You're not yeah. done telling your story. Let it happen. And then see what people think. Because I, mean, I think, I think people still hate that. What he man in space more. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah. Gosh, that one was awful. Yeah. <laughs> A so, pony ponytail and like skinny with pants. Yeah. I was like, "What is this?" this is... <laughs> I I had never avoided He Man so hard in my life. Damn. I was like, "I'm getting away from this." Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> knowing what we know now, Jerry, let's call the TVA and get that that timeline pruned real quick. Damn. Cut that one right off. Damn. I don't need to. Rem I don't need to remember it. I don't need to think about it. Horrible. It was horrible. Um, OK, so 
let's talk a little bit about some more of the beginning now of part two, right? So we know that the Skella God thing happens and it kind of comes right back into the throne room and we're yeah. there with that happening. And yeah. we're like, okay, what the hell? You know what I mean? So, um, but we do get a little bit of this kind of a, a flashback of the, uh, you can kind of say like a Tila sorceress man at arms origin story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm not as familiar with the 2000 series as you two, but what did you think about what they did with it in this series? So pretty much they had hinted at that a lot in the two mm-hmm. thousands, uh, of her being the sorceress, his daughter. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Ah, very nice. Yeah, which I thought was weird. Yeah. So man at arms and the sorceress were like this mob where uh, originally it was just some random Eternian warrior. Ah. He was in the king's in the royal guard. Um, and he, you know, man at arms knew him. And so after he died in battle, you know, since the sorceress couldn't raise the daughter, she asked man at arms to take her. So he, you know, he is just her adoptive daughter or her father. But yeah, I thought it was kind of a strange choice. I mean, I get it. They, you know, there was kind of like a thing that maybe over, over the years, maybe Man in Arms kind of fell in love with her, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could see that. But just to, to go ahead and retcon that, that's right away I was like, okay, well, this is definitely another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and a lot of that stuff, when we did part one, Jerry, I didn't know. So Double A was kind of filling me in on that. I was like, wow, I didn't, I don't remember that from the old 80s cartoon. I mean, but... I'm, I'm fine with, with that story. They wanted to kind of redo it. I'm fine with it. Uh, I like Man at Arms. I, I love his character. Mm-hmm. So you know, if they want to make that his real daughter, I'm. That's what I'm I had always thought. I had too. always thought they were real uh, father and daughter. So for me, that was like I was like, oh, I'm totally fine with this. It's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? so, so I like I Duncan. It. So I'm a big yeah, fan of big time. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like hair reveals in this one yeah, too, right? Man. Like when yeah. you know, in, in part one, Evelyn takes off the helmet and she, yeah, she's got the white, long white, white hair. Shit. I was like, oh dang, that's looking. She's looking pretty boss. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool, you know. Uh, and of course, you know, man, I was rocking like the beard. We you know that the, the mm-hmm. bigger beard. Even a beast man had a new kind of look oh, to yeah, him. That was cool. Beard too. Um, so then the next kind of like big, big moment that we have here. Let me check us on time just to make sure. Oh. We want to stop it here. No, yeah. Okay, let's take a quick, quick break, guys. We're going to come back on talk. I'm going to hit the next talking point with Jerry uh, and Double A here uh, and myself. We're talking um, Masters of the Universe, Revelation on Netflix, part two, the five episode uh, series kind of comes to a conclusion, uh, so to speak, but you know, it's not going anywhere. And again, guys, uh, visiting with us tonight is Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas. Go check out his amazing podcast. All about everything Christmas in the 80s. Uh, if it was gnarly in the 80s, Jerry does have it covered. Uh, believe him on that. Uh, okay, it guys. It's much better in the 80s than it is now. Totally. <laughs> totally, totally on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Give us a quick second. We'll be right back. And for those of you out there joining us live, we're going to take some time here to go and read in your comments and hear what you guys have to say about Master of the Universe Revelation uh, or anything else that's going on that we might have uh, missed. So uh, give us a second and we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back again visiting with uh, the great Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas. Uh, we read through some of your comments here during the break. Um, excellent stuff. Uh, Joe from Now Watch This, always contributing uh, great, great additions there. Uh, 
maybe one of the few that watched along with us. Because yeah. I did, have you guys heard anything about how it did this second half? Because it's definitely not in that like Netflix top ten, you know, which kind of sucks. I, I wish it would be. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, I think we're out there, and I think that it is a really uh, again as a person that didn't. I didn't really visit the 2000 series. Uh, for me, it was like my memories of being a young boy watching the 80s one. Maybe those few episodes I tried to check out a couple of years back. And then for me, I was like, I'm just going to dive right in. And for me, I was like, dang, like I was like, I, it was hitting on everything. I was like, this is so cool. Um, I know in part one, uh, Jerry, me and Double A talked about how much we love the Scare Glow episode, you know, uh, and and how they kind of made Orko cool, who was kind of this, you know, the... Orko was like the snarf of He-Man and like, the, <laughs> you know, he was that character yet they were able to write this riveting uh, piece for him, which I loved. Even when he first appears, uh, uh, whatever he first appears, you know, kind of wanting that last adventure. I mean, dude, it, it hit me in the feels. I was like, Oh man, you know, give him a last run or whatever, you know? And I thought it was great. So um, we're going to obviously talk about, how that comes back into play here in part two. But before we get there, I want to talk about some stuff that's, I think we might still be maybe episode one or episode two, but the death of the sorceress guys, I mean, you know, Skeletor in a very, you know, a thing we wouldn't see back in the old eighties cartoon uh, as kids, but we get that in this one, you know, he runs her through with the power sword uh, and you get that scream from Duncan, um, you know, We'll start with you, Jerry, but what did, what did you think and feel regarding that part? <laughs> I feel you. Right. Right. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, I, I knew it was going to happen. I, I didn't know when. And then when it did happen, I was, I was still a little shocked at first. Like, oh, that's how he read the field. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we all kind of had to guess, right, Double Like, some people were going to have to go because we're like, it's been this long. And I'm fine because I've kind of been tired of Tila almost being there. Mm-hmm. And never getting it, so it was finally like finally she got to be the sorceress. Like finally, yeah. After hinting at so many times, you know, they finally see her become the sorceress. So I was, I was happy. I was like, yeah. Right. I kind of wrote my own mini like fan fiction for what I thought should happen in a uh, part two at the end of part one, Jerry. One of the things I said is I was like, well, you should finally like maybe you have like uh, you know, He Man's dad, uh, King Rand, is it Randor? Randor, King Rand. Mm-hmm. I said, maybe you have Randor die in battle and it finally becomes King Adam. He's been Prince Adam all this time. Like, you know, you don't want to do this thing where you you don't want to do a, a Star Wars new trilogy where you kill all the classic characters. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, like there's some side people I think that maybe you could say, hey, a noble sacrifice leads to a new you know, the good thing about this is that we're still working with the classic characters. You still got He-Man there, but we've never seen King Adam. We've always had Prince Adam, and it's like, how long can you have this? You know, him be you know just a prince. You know what I mean? Well, I understand that with uh, Lance Camp and Sisko, mm-hmm. and, and they're you know they're sacrificing 
Yeah, I was I was brutal. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I, I love what Skeletor says when he's down talking with Man at Arms and he tells him, uh, you know, he's like, why am I still alive? You know, Man at Arms asks Skeletor and he goes, because we're warriors and we deserve to die in battle. And I was like, dang, like, okay, like Skeletor, like, I mean, number one, he was kind of running away a lot and letting his lackeys do the work. But I was like, all right, he thinks pretty high of himself. When I thought that was cool. I was like, that's a cool reason to keep your enemy alive. It kind of gave me another dimension to Skeletor where it's like, oh, there is almost like a, you know, a, a nobility about him in a sense, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, again, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, I mean, even again, at least, right? How many, you know, me and Double A were huge boxing fans, right? How many times, Double A, do we hear guys be like, oh, you know, we're both great champions? And I'm like, dude, you suck. Yeah, you suck. Like, that other guy is good. Yeah. You're not any good. But they think of themselves this way. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we've all heard LeBron James say, he's the greatest of all time. And I was like, well, I guess you got to think of yourself that way. I guess, yeah. you know, if yeah. you're not your own fan, nobody else is, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, let me ask you guys this. What, what did you guys think about? Um, so I wrote this down in my notes. I have here how when Skeletor is telling evil in a lot, like, Oh, I, I was like a tick. Like I fed off of you. This, I was like, Yo, this kind of has like some Voldemort vibes, right? Like I'm <laughs> yeah. living in the back of your head. I was like, <laughs> like he's proud of it, kind of. And then later on, when Beastman is spinning it to her, he's kind of like, oh, he just used you, whatever. Yeah. Like they kind of focus on that a little bit. Like it felt a little bit like abusive relationship. Like oh, what, are they, sure. what are they? What are they? You know, for sure. Yeah. But but did you guys kind of feel a little bit like there was some uh, Harry Potterness to it? It could be. I'm sure Kevin Smith's a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, pretty sure that's why he put that in there okay um, okay you know there's certain um, things he leans on you know what i mean sure, you're kind of like i know what you're sure. leaning on right there yeah. Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah 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 because we don't want to know about the bad guys <laughs> right right <laughs> Yeah, some runaway. Yeah. 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 Um Uh, I was gonna. I have that written down. Yes. yes. Yep. When he yep. popped, when he popped out, I was like, "Oh, I like the red accents." And I looked at it closer, and I was like, "Oh, damn, that's a Hordak belt." Yeah. I was like, "Yo, that's pretty cool." Like, yeah. I, I kind of went back to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten some of my uh, lore, so it was like, "Oh, like this is a cool, like mm -hmm. you know, scraping some of the the green map." Yeah, so 
Right. Yeah. Because uh, if she was just, you know, the daughter of the faceless one, this evil wizard kind of guy. Right. Do yeah. Which I do. I mean, I get it. For sure. Right. Right. Well, let me let me kind of put that question to both of you guys. Do you guys like that when it's kind of like you you give these stories to who we grew up knowing as the villains and obviously everybody has a story a background story we did we might not know it or whatever but one of before i even saw the joker movie with and i, and I know here we go jerry as jerry says uh it wouldn't be a podcast without uh you know sidetracking but but i was excited to see it because i'm a fan of the character but one of the things i thought is i was like well if they give him this you know sad background are we going to sympathize with this bad guy it doesn't change the evil we yeah, know he does the, the shit he does yeah, yeah he's still bad it's like i told you with negan i'm like he's still an asshole yes we have yes. The, the, we, we debate yeah. about negan often me and double a but um you know is because we, we get they give her that arc in the part one where you kind of she gets on the, the good guy side in a way well, she has to yeah. she has to right <laughs> but here like jerry said they kind of give her this background now mm-hmm. are you guys a, a fan of that does a character need that does it make them more sympathetic or you know what? Because these characters weren't really fleshed out a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. Okay. Uh, I like Evil Lynn. I like the Evil Lynn character. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to see this kind of stuff. So Yeah, I, I liked it. Because right when she said to Beastman, have I ever told you how I met Skeletor? I was like, ooh, I want to hear this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know this yeah, story. Yeah, like, why did you become, like, this guy's, like, number two? Why, right. you know, this coward? <laughs> you know, yeah this, this powerful magician wizard whatever you want to call him but this coward at the end yeah only obsessive about killing he-man and that's it you know <laughs> why why did you yeah. play second fiddle to this dude and then for? she's calling him my love a lot and saying yeah. you know this oh, and that and yeah and then we kind of see how much love right they played almost. that up yeah bigger like, wow uh, but then in by herself with beastman she's like of course i hate him you know what i mean and i'm like oh wow this is like again, they didn't like push too hard on it, but it definitely had those vibes. If I was like, "Whoa, this is pretty," you know, uh, adult. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Jerry. I want to hear what you had to say. Right. Right. That's it. Now, and get defeated. I get defeated. Now yeah. I feel like that about Beastman and Triclops. I could care less about their and, <laughs> and Trapjaw. I could care less about their background. You right. Know? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 
I don't know in, in this particular story. I don't know if it was necessary to go into that. Uh, I, I felt like it kind of bogged down the, the story as a whole a little bit. Okay. But I can see why he did it, so that when later on, as I mentioned, you know, her turn, right, you, know, you kind of feel a little bit more. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I think, I, I think this whole thing could have been streamlined a little bit better. Okay. Okay. It probably would have. Uh, it, it might have done. I, I really again. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching. You know, her run from her starving parents. That was. Yeah, that was a pretty scary. Uh, the cannibal. They were. They were so poor. They were hungry. They were yeah. going to eat me. I'm like, geez. Um, what what a trope of the '80s, though, right, Jerry? Would you agree? And again, I would consider you in this panel of our resident expert on the eighties, but you know, you, you've got an evil Lynn and we kind of touch on Beastman kind of doing their side thing, but then in GI Joe, you've got Destro and Baroness always. And then you've got Starscream with, you know, Megatron. It was like in the eighties, you had to have like an underling that was yeah. trying to betray you, you know, like yeah. you, you could even say Shredder and Krang, Shredder and Krang. Yeah, Shredder kind of, was always trying to, yeah, they're, they're, they're always like, Ukraine. I was like, Jesus, it says you in the, in the, in the bad guy side, it was like, don't trust anybody. Yeah, don't trust. You, know, yeah. you have no friends and there's always, yeah, yeah. your, your number two is going to be out to get you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a, an interesting trope. I just kind of thought about with, you know, in regard to that. Um, one of the things I, I didn't know about this, and maybe you two are more familiar, but they talk about preternia, which is essentially like the heaven. Yeah, the heaven. Yeah. And then subternia, which is like the hell. Um, I, I was just I was just always thinking like eternia, but that's the entire planet, correct? Is that yes. okay? Yes. Okay. Ah, uh, I see. I think in the toys, if you, you there was a time where you can connect all three, right? Mm. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Saint right. Yeah. Right. And that was, and they showed that in this yes, one. Remember? That, that blue, yeah. that tall yeah. blue tower, which is yeah. very cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. In part one, they even have the uh, the, the the shark the shark uh, oh, yes. <laughs> a vehicle that's oh, coming yes, along. Yes, yeah, yes. that was land shark. Yeah, it was really awesome. Um, okay, so the the elephant in the room, I guess, in part two, or the uh, or we could say the Hulk in the room is the obvious the 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 He Man Hulk. You know what I mean? Um, guys, give me your thoughts on I, that. <laughs> I liked it because it looked like barbarian uh he-man like we were talking about earlier mm -hmm. so i flipped out and yeah. i just loved how even at that stage he was still beating the shit out of skeleton oh man he lays it on him with that haymaker like, yeah. and he goes like i'm thinking like i thought you were a god yeah. you just got like, walloped no. man yeah. by what now the interesting though was a thing that i thought was like he can call down the power i always thought you needed the sword but he was like no right. it's just a conduit yeah. i never knew that he could just call it down just like that. I don't know if there's anything like that in the in the lore of just him saying I have the power and boom. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool, a cool concept. Now it just turns him into a mindless savage, but <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the whole it was pretty cool. Um I liked it too. Yeah. <laughs> It's a hook, yeah. 
I'm like, Kevin Smith, you read Marvel Comics in the 70s. We get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah, especially when he grabbed that axe for a few. Yeah, a few, I thought that yeah. was cool. I was like, oh, dang, that, yeah. that axe. That was one of my favorite weapons in those toys. I yeah. was like, oh, man, you got to have that double-sided axe, man. That makes you really kick ass, you know? Um, So uh, then you have this really great touching part. I, I loved it. And I'm sure if Joe's still here with us, I rolled a tear. But when his dad is not afraid and he, he tells him, I love you, you know what I mean? And I was like, I mean, I was like, damn, man. And that's what changes him back, kind of, you know. And I kind of dug that, like, Shazam type of yeah. vibe where it's like, yeah. and he changes back. And um, that was really cool because the dad was, I was kind of ranking on him, man. And it was like that. Well, because he thought he was a pussy. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and that's, mean, that sucks. You know, like, you know, like. That too. Sure. He thought his son was just lazy. And yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a very the uh uh Captain Stacy thing, right? You know yes. what I mean? It was like yes. that you didn't know until you yeah. knew. Um, did you guys catch because um it's um Alicia Silverstone is the is the queen, right? She's the voice of the queen, I oh, believe. Wow. Okay. She she is, and she does she does the as if in there. She does like <laughs> they write that in. So that was to me. I was like, okay, Kevin Smith, you said you weren't going to do stuff, but there were certain things he's yeah. like, I'm going to go okay. ahead and do this. He's like, okay, yeah, because she does say that. She goes, as if I was going to let you not tell me the story of, and I was like, all right, you know, I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I, I was wondering if you guys caught it. I dug it, you know. Um, Andra, people, uh, some people did not like this character in the part one. I thought she was a great character, a great I'm addition. Fine with it. She almost acted as like a, a an in to somebody that maybe wasn't familiar with it. You could kind of see things through Andra's eyes. Uh, I love that she got given a rank in the, uh, I guess, Eternian army, which was pretty cool. Uh, any thoughts on that from you guys? Or just... really. It was okay. It was just, okay. Kind of like an aside. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. It felt very, it felt very on the nose when she, he's like, you can have anything you want, you know? And then she's like, well, I'd like to be part of this family. And it's like, okay. Now see, that's a character though. I feel though, like you could flesh out and you could make, you know, you could give more to that character in, in a later further progression of the series. And in many ways to me, the way people felt about that, some people might even say, that were more casual fans, maybe even like myself of the eighties show, you know, it was about He-Man and Skeletor to me. You know what I mean? Like some of the characters were ancillary, even like Attila, it was like, Oh, she was like the girl in the show. Yeah, you know what course. I mean? And that's kind of like, you know, while we say that maybe that maybe what Andra was now, cause she didn't really play much of a part to move the story forward or backward, you know, that's a, there could be stuff built around that character later on. I think that you, you know, you could do that. It was a good, good establishment uh, for her. Um, let's see. Um, uh, we talked about it earlier on, but you know, the appearance of Blade from the movie, yeah. <laughs> I I geeked for that. I, I did too. I, I couldn't was, like, believe really, really rad. Out. Yeah, I did yeah. too. We did too. Yeah, and, and Jerry's wife was like, Who's got a knife? What? <laughs> um, uh huh. <laughs> 
now you guys help me out. When they're down there in the tunnels, the two other characters appear. Goat Man or Goat Boy. Pig, pig Man. Pig I boy. was... I, I knew nothing about those two. They even kind of joke about it. Man at Arms is like, wow, they're the really bottom of the scraping barrel. the bottom of the yeah, barrel. The bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, well, okay. He got me on those because I didn't know them uh, for sure. You guys have any familiarity? or I think I read an article. I... Okay. Okay. I think I read an article where the pig boys from the movie. Oh, really? Just a, a, a flash scene, just mm. not a real big scene. Hmm. Oh, okay. okay. I remember those. I do remember those. Very cool. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Little callbacks are doing there. Um, Skeletor does do the let this be our final battle line, but he did that in the first part too. Yes, he did. So yeah. it, it, to me, it was cool that he said it again, but I was kind of like, well, you already said it once in the series. You know, like, well, I guess you really meant it this time. I was going to say, yeah. He did, he, <laughs> yeah. When, <laughs> when you've got a good line, you don't let that go. He thought he killed Adam, right? That's so, I mean... <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, what about what did you guys think about the way that Duncan kind of tells off Evil Lynn? You know, he really goes in on her about how like, oh, you're just pretty much like the patsy. Like, you know, like Skeletor just tells you what he's like. You think that nobody's laughing at you? Like, we all laugh at you behind I, your back. You I know? like how Duncan's like that. I like Duncan. Mm -hmm. I like the character of Duncan, and I like how he doesn't give a crap about any of Skeletor or his men. He's not afraid of any of them. You I know? I always liked the character, but I definitely got newfound respect even when she says the most dangerous man in Eternia. Like, you know, Duncan strikes me as one of these guys that well, was. You gotta think he's there all the time. He's mm -hmm. not like Adam where. Okay, right. I'm gonna pop in as He Man now. Yeah, you know, like Man at Arms is there all the time. You yeah, know? and I think maybe in the past, and I know that part of this was the Funimation stuff that you know maybe we didn't really see He Man kill per se. Yeah, but sure. but I always got the vibe that you know, and in this it takes that away. I like that, so we do get the vibe that He Man could kill. But I always got the vibe that Duncan was that kind of guy that he's like, yeah, oh, he, he he'll kill yeah. if he has to. He's a yeah. soldier. Yeah. You know, he's like the kind of the captain of the. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. He's gonna. He's he's like you're that man morals aside i gotta do what i gotta do here yeah. so uh love i love that i thought that was a very deep part between them two going back and forth and him you know really telling her off you yeah. know what i mean and not being afraid at all yeah. like, I mean, he's care, not gonna know? be afraid of her yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah definitely definitely no shortage of being the man i was like damn that's that's good right there um so <laughs> we don't have to talk about it too much, but I mean, obviously there's this scene where, uh, before she becomes, you know, I guess, yeah, the seduction Damn. scene, it was, I mean, number one, they kiss and Skeletor has no mouth. No, no nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is she just pressing her lips against his teeth or like, I was I, like, Eesh. I had to, did, do they hint at that at all in the other stuff, guys? That there was like a love relationship between them? Because I I'm never say maybe in the two thousands a little bit. Okay, uh, just a little. Yeah, I, I mean, Franklin Jella in the movie had oh well, more, that one. more lips than than this Skeletor had, and that one's kind of played out too in the movie for sure. Yeah, that it had feels some like sort that. Of relationship. Right, right. Yeah, but it's it's always interesting because she's not like his equal, not like his queen. No. She's like you're my underling, yeah. like almost like a concubine. Yes, you know. Yes. Yes, but she's so powerful. She's not like, but she's not as strong as Skeletor supposed right, to be. Right, you know? yeah. 
Um, so that's interesting. But I thought that was like that kind of caught me off guard. I that like, did too. Oh. And of course, you know, I was like, golly, that's me neither. I was like, damn, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm thinking in my mind at first about like the man has no face. He's a skull face. But then I was like, damn, he does have a pretty impeccable body. Like he's pretty ripped. You know, and I was like, all right. I, uh, the guy's in. Damn. I was going to say the guy's in great shape. He's got a six pack abs. You know what I mean? I was like, all right. You know, so. And yes. I'll. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. the little stash I remember. Yep. I was in the little yep. stash. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys about that a little bit. Um, so then we get a cool scene when she grabs the power sword and she's, you know, I mean, how I don't know what you would call this trope where like the woman betrays the man with, with sex and then she snatches easy. the power. Uh and she tells him she you're an idiot. She's like, You fell for yeah. it, you're stupid, and yeah. you know, here I have you at yeah. sword point. And he's kind of like, Oh, like, hold on, you know. What I mean? <laughs> and uh he goes back yeah, to his Linny, Rick Blair. Yeah, see? His Rick Blair. No. Exactly. Exactly. I like how he like as soon as she powers up, he's like, Oh, portal and I'm out of yeah. here. <laughs> um but then we get the cool setup, right, for what we probably all saw coming, which was who you're going to team up with. Your primary, you know, the enemy of my enemy of is my friend. So yeah. he goes to He-Man, and uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm going to tell you guys something. as we're, we're getting pretty close to our next break. Um, Jerry, are you good on time, Jerry? You're hanging out? Okay, good, good. Okay, but the, the thing that was um, – I felt like this – half this part two what it had a lot of to me was it felt like it had a lot of these moments where it was like ripe for something to happen that didn't happen in the first part i felt like kind of things when i felt that way they were kind of happening like oh like the like orco dying yeah adam dying even orco and evil lynn kind of working together it was like maybe i didn't know i wanted it but when it happened i was like oh this is really You're great like, oh, okay. there was a lot of stuff in this one i felt like i was like it felt like the scene was almost even the dialogue was like pregnant with this space and then nothing ever was birthed out of it um, I felt it was a prime thing when Tila was struggling with uh, the no, magic to get... for Skeletor to be like, you know, foolish woman, let me show you how it's done. And by the way, you're not doing this. Almost as a callback to the Orko Evil Lynn thing, you have it kind of in reverse, but it didn't uh, it didn't really happen. And I was like, you know, and then there was just like a lot of, like I said, there's these like parts in the dialogue where you feel like it's going to go somewhere more and it just felt like it stopped short. Like, I'm not really sure. Did you guys feel any of that or pick up on any of that? I can't say that I did. Okay. Okay. Jerry, anything that you thought maybe like you felt like something was going to happen more, but didn't really happen in this one, like a payoff that was, you were, (laughs) okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) That's a pretty big one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like one of the other parts I thought that was kind of like what I'm talking about, ripe for that. And I totally agree with you, Jerry, on that. Um, but like, you know, Evelyn tells him, you know, she's like, she's telling Beast Man, like, well, what are you, Beast or Man? Like, which one is it? Oh, like, she's, yeah. she's kind of starting to tell him off, and he's like, oh, you're not being yourself. You're, you know, the, the power is talking to you, through you or whatever. Like, she didn't flex. Like, I would have like had a scene where she like zaps him, boom, beast, and then boom, like a man, and show him as maybe like a handsome man, and 
you know, she could have like told him off more like, look at you, you would be something, you'd be someone maybe worthy of my affection if you weren't, you know, like a dog or whatever. <laughs> but she doesn't like, she just says it. And then it's just oh, like, she does turn him into a beast. It, yeah, that's true. Later <laughs> on, she does turn him into a beast. It, I, yeah. Right. Yeah. Which she says, she threatens him with that. But it was kind of like, I guess it didn't pay off quick enough. Like it was like, oh okay. yeah, you said okay. that. Like, like it didn't come one after the other. Like I guess it should have. So maybe that was just me a little kind of a, a quote for me on, on the writing or whatever. But uh, not that I didn't like it, but uh, look, guys, we're right up against our next break. Let's take this quick break, read through some comments and we'll come right back. And I think we'll probably wrap it up right yeah, we'll wrap uh, it up. On, on the, yeah. on the, on yeah. the end here yeah. of uh, Masters of the Universe uh, Revelation Part 2. All right, guys, we're going to be hanging out with you if you're joining us live. Uh, we're not going to go anywhere, but if you're listening to this audio, we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, Jerry D in the house of Totally Rad Christmas uh, has graced us uh, with his presence. Been so uh, uh, awesome with his time. We really appreciate it, Jerry. Um, but, guys, let's get into the, the, the end game here, uh, so to speak, of uh, Revelation Part Two and 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 how it all uh, played out. Double um, A, what did what did, let me start with you this time? What did you kind of think when you getting near the so, end? So what I loved was I loved Evil Lynn. She kind of became my my new favorite character. Wow! I loved how she was probably like like you said how she called Skeletor stupid. She was like, "You have all this power. You're a god, mm -hmm. and you're still concerned about killing He Man." Like she actually sees the beginning of the time and she's like there's no plan like people are just fucked up naturally yeah like that's their choice like no one's pushing them to yeah. be bad and she wants to destroy everything and i was like wow you know for her you know she has a shitty life i mean she really does sure she had a shitty life growing up yeah and you know working under skeletor very abusive you know so she's like you know what i'm just gonna end it you know, for, yeah. You know, forget ruling Eternia. Forget killing He Man. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just going to end it all because there's no purpose. There is no plan. There is no God. It looks like that she saw. You know, right. so I love her character. I love uh, Lena Hetty. Lena Hetty. Yeah, Cersei. Her, Cersei Lannister. Yeah, her she voice. was outstanding. She was outstandingly good. Um, you know, and I kind of wish she would have killed Skeletor. <laughs> you know, honestly, that definitely would have been a, a, a huge twist. Um, what, what what about you, Jerry? Uh, what do you before you answer that question, though, Jerry? I want to ask you another question. There's a concept that she kind of toys with early on when she gets her power, uh, with her extremely great abs. By the way, they, they were like, oh, they like, her up. Yeah. new haircut, great abs, great costume, um, evil Lynn. But uh, there's a part, Jerry, where she she you know says to the people, she's like, oh, all you live for is to get to this afterlife. You know what I mean? Like like the Norse with Valhalla, right? She's like, yep. well, here, watch this. I'm gonna destroy it. And there's nowhere for you to go that was now. Brutal, yeah. You know what I mean? So now she goes, now what do you have to believe in? Um, I thought that was pretty villainous. I was like, holy smokes. You know what I mean? See, like she's on another level at that yeah. point where she's like, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Right. Yep. It's all bleak and he's mm -hmm. dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And so she really just kind of is like that all of a sudden. So, it, and 
I don't know if it was because of her upbringing and then because of Skeletor's conditioning or I think she just wanted to. I think she just wanted to believe that there was something, like there was a grand design. <laughs> yeah, Why she was evil, lame, you know, and yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I do kind of feel bad for her, and it's just like, dang, but then you're right. You get to this scene, and you're like, okay, well, now you just took away hope. <laughs> right. It, it was it was a powerful concept, I thought, because it was basically like, you know, uh, I know you're a man of faith, Jerry, not to bring all that into play, but, you know, as we are as well. But, but you know, the idea, if somebody could show you, like, hey, this is, you know, uh everything you believe in, but now watch me blink it out of existence. Now what do you have? It would almost be like, you know, it's like telling people in the streets, Hey, there's no consequences of your actions. You know what I mean? And they just like, okay, well, I guess I was living a good life being a quiet farmer for no reason, but now I'll just hack people's heads off because nothing's going to happen to me or whatever. It's like, it's, it was like, it was, and they didn't like go into it enough. I was like, that was a very villainous action. She did. You could have had like three or four episodes built out of that. Like, no, they no, don't. They, they don't. don't. <laughs> they don't. I, yeah. I'm hoping. I'm yes. hoping. I'm yeah. like, my, my brother was laughing because he was like, man, Mossman just built that garden and she destroyed it. <laughs> Mossman had that I look know. like, oh, shit. I just I just grew everything <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the I, gardener. <laughs> I thought it was villainous earlier when uh, Skeletor had the souls of, of Clamp oh, Champ. And, and he's like, he's yeah. like, well, no, they're not going to go where you think he meant. Yeah. Uh, Adam, they're, I'm just going to blink them out of his yeah. They're going to go to Subterranean now. Because yeah. to me, that was like, hey, guess what? You thought your good buddies were going to go to heaven. They're going to go to hell now. Yeah. And it was like, because he said so, because he was a god. It's kind of crazy, though, because she destroys Perturnia, but then she rises, she rises, you know, right. Subterranean. Right. They definitely did do some actions, because I also thought it was pretty villainous when Skeletor was like, you know what? All you Eternians would be better as an army of the dead. Oh, and he just, man. I was like, yeah. oh, damn. That's yeah. pretty, a pretty scary, too. Just yeah. turn everybody into like this, like, undead zombie creature type thing. I was like, all right, that's pretty villainous. But I think Evelyn did step it up. Oh, she, man. She stepped it up big time. She took it up to the next yeah. level. So. Oracle, right? Oracle. Dude, my guy, he came in clutch, man. I was like, I thought that was so rad. The white robe. You know what? I was fine. I was like, okay, this cartoon actually made me like Oracle. Yes. I was like, wow. Agree. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That was. And it was kind of cool that they got him like him and Scareglow. It's like, man, yeah, they were like going at it pretty good for, you know, this whole arc. Yeah. You know, I yeah. love that. I could have used some more Tony Todd Tony voicing. Todd man. Was awesome. uh, that that episode in part one, Jerry, I was like, oh, that's just so creepy vibes. I was that like, this is. is creepy being down. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in Subternia, man. Very, very creepy. Uh, and your fears and all that being there. So um okay so then 
it it all how it all wraps up. Uh, and you... again, I was happy again that they finally pushed the button on Tila mm-hmm. being the sorceress. Yes. Like again, I was just getting tired so much of everything hinting at it, hinting at it, and just never getting that payoff. So I was kind of happy finally to see what Tila would look like as a sorceress. Finally, were you guys okay with um, how she kind of just is like, no, I'm not going to be confined to the castle. Like I don't have. I was I, fine with that too. I'm yeah. not under that, and I was like. Well, your mom should have did that too, so she could kind of be with you and know you. <laughs> I was just like, and and your your dad could have been happy with a relationship, yeah. and you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was rad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, it did a good job of like paying off. Like I was like, okay, it's starting to pay me off the way I want it to. So this is this is great. I was fine with it. I was like, all right. What about the really? I'm gonna talk about this real quick with both of you because I want to hear your thoughts. But what about the really rad part where you know He Man calls down the power, but he leaves some of the power with Skeletor, and he's like, why? And he's like, so you can know what it's like to save the world. I, I at first I was like, you dumb classic, ass man. classic eighties hero. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No. No. And this is where you kind of get what you were talking about, right? Jerry was like, he's gonna turn on you. You know what he's gonna do. Like, so there it came, you know what I mean? So I mean it was fine, because again, there was a well, lot of I things. Thought was that, like, couldn't he have just took the power away? Right. That's like, what I he kind gave of it thought. to you. Or Tila at that point, because it's like, didn't they say that all the power goes to the sorceress? She's kind of the gatekeeper of the power. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it, it was an interesting concept. It was, it was kind of a very, and I hate to say this because I love Superman, but it was a very Superman thing where it's like, I'm going to have the last sliver of faith in you as. Or it's a. Uh... Goku, if you guys are into Dragon Ball, mm. golly. I'm just like, I'm like, the man has a. Sc- yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he man, this guy has a skull for a face and wears a hood. Don't give him any power. You you cannot look more bad. Like, he looks so bad. Like, he's a bad guy. But, you know, I was like, it still was. I was okay with it. I was totally okay with it. It was fine, and it, it paid off wonderfully. Um, anything else that you guys want to talk about before we talk about that very cool last scene, which you know sets us up for a potentially part three, I guess you could call it. If they will do a part three. <laughs> if they will do it. I think you get in new people, right? You get a new set of writers, and you uh, get a new showrunner. I don't know. Okay. But you think it will... Okay. I, I'm more of a fan of having the 
Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, like Claremont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. No, for sure. Yeah, they obviously made a, a bunch of toys. You know, uh, yeah, the toys, but it's, it's just you know, did the fans kill it? Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you said, part two really didn't even crack the top ten. I know. You know so. I know, and I I hope it does. I, I asked some of the people I knew that watched part one had they watched part two yet, and they really weren't even aware. They're that's like, what, oh, it yeah, came out already, saying. and I was you like, know, yeah, it's like, kind of like. You know. uh, so uh i rushed to it as i, I it sounds like you guys did as well yeah, I, mean, so. I saw it right away you know but uh it might just be another alternate universe event you know okay uh, exactly yeah no no Oh, interesting. Uh, But, you know, and and that's what I was going to say. I'm going to be mad if this one gets canceled again (sighs) when Hordak is about to come I know that that was the big. Just like, yeah, just like the 2000s. And I, yeah, finally Mm going to come out and they cancel that damn series. And that's what I mean. There's so much there where it's like you do Hordak I want to see He-Man versus Hordak. Yeah. I I don't want to see She-Ra versus Hordak anymore. No, but I I do say introduce She-Ra. The great thing about this one too too. is that it had a great cast. You get a great, someone cast someone great as She-Ra. But I want to see Hordak and He-Man go at it. And then I want King Hiss later on. Like, let's keep it going. Because I loved how they did King Hiss in the 2000s cartoon. Okay. He was awesome. I loved it. Scary, be scary. Yeah. Uh, Joe says, uh, so they go, so say they go live action again. Who do you guys got? He He says Hemsworth as He-Man and Adam. Wow. That's, uh, I love that. not not with not with those uh love and thunder picks out with those arms i'm like that's got to be uh he-man right there i love it um give me another casting that you guys can think of that you would like either be perfect that's actually perfect. what about skeletor who do you guys go for skeletor let's think about it while i read joe's comments joe says classic good guy uh tries to see the good and the bad guy of course on that and he says i binge today we talked about it earlier he goes what's tonight's episode about i told him he was like oh dang i gotta go watch he says, I got Christmas watching to do, so Joe, we appreciate you Bro, watching. And then he picked oh, one. Joe says Dwayne I, Johnson I, I, as Skeletor. I don't, I don't know. Uh, oh, wow. Ooh, hey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. I like that one. I like yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And, and, you can get you can get it too if you can what get about, it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Agent Smith. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Weaving. <sighs> yeah. He's yeah. been he's been a skull face already. I, yeah, I mean, right? already. He's fantastic, man. I mean, I love him. Yeah, that would be incredible. Yeah, I that voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's a great that's a great idea. I would I would love to see another live action one if they can get it right. You know what I mean? You get if they can get it right. Yeah, 
checked out. Mm. I, I don't even remember his name. What's it? The guy from Twilight? The big, the big guy. The, yeah, the buff brother. I think that's what I mean. I, no, no, no. Okay. I don't remember. It, it was no one I really knew. Okay. I know when I had read it, when I had read that they wanted to do a live action, they wanted to, to do it in the style of 300, they said. Oh, interesting. That's how long ago, though, that, that this, Ooh. you know, what I was reading. Do we, do, we, do we get Zack Snyder in on this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Barry Conan. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let down for me as a kid for the movie. Because I love the movie now. As a kid, I was like super disappointed because none of the characters look the same. Like, not even remotely. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 And Mad at Arms look like an old man. Yeah. Mm hmm. And I know a lot of it was because of canon films and it was a budgetary thing. Sure, sure. But, you know, it's like, just, just go for it and, and just make it serious. And, and, you know, yeah, it can still be kid. I mean, I think at this point, shows and movies have, have shown us that you can still be kid friendly and still be serious, you know. Um, and I think if they get that balance right, it'll, it'll be a hit. Absolutely, man. I agree. Uh, Joe says in regards to us not liking Dwayne Johnson, we don't smell what he's cooking. Uh, he also says he didn't like weaving stint as no, he red... goes weaving. I would say too, but he didn't like his red skull. Stint. He didn't like his red skull. Said okay, yeah. And Which then I'm, I'm fine. I mean, uh, but you know, at Skeletor though, I mean, you yeah. can put your own spin on that. Yeah. Uh, Joe says uh, no, no Snyder cut on this, and he says Beastmaster type. Yeah, I, I like sure. what Jerry said though. I wouldn't mind Conan the Barbarian type. That's yeah. actually a really good tone. I agree. Of maybe how he meant. Should no, be. definitely. I mean, I'm, know, I'm first Conan, for that. Not, not Destroyer, Barbarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, a much darker sh- vibe to it yeah. or whatever, you know. So, yeah. Um, I like Destroyer. Uh, I love Destroyer. I like Destroyer too. But yeah, <laughs> the the tone, the tone is so different. So, yeah. um, great talk, guys. But I'm, are we going to get Hordak? Are we finally going to get it? What was so. that about? What was Hordak messing with? What is that stuff that Triclops is screwing around? Techno, whatever. I didn't know Hordak is. was ever into any of that kind of stuff. Me neither. Ah, okay. Mm, very nice. Jerry, let me. So, Jerry, tell me something, because I'm not too sure. I think this is kind of in the in the books, but so King Hissat took over Eternia, and then right. He Man really couldn't beat him, but Hordak beats King Hiss, right? Like, Hordak is way stronger than King Hiss, right? Hmm. I believe so. so I, I think, at least in the, uh, in the 2008 classic form, uh-huh. it's, um, it's like King Hiss is up against the Lord who teamed up with Skeletor and his evil warriors. Who Damn. With the Damn. And okay. So they defeat him, but 
end, of course, the Horde and Skeletor turn on the others. Of course they do. So there's like a big battle royale. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, of course, the end leads victorious at the end, and uh, he rules, he becomes the king with Tila as his queen. Ah, uh, I... Hero. That's right. That's right. That's I, right. I kind of dig that. Yes. I dig that. That's another thing I wanted to ask you guys about was that like they kind of like hint at of course, a, an yeah. Adam Teeler relationship, yeah. but it never really fleshes out, which is kind of one of those He-Man things, right? It's always like at arm's length, that relationship, you know what I mean? So, But it seems like it's always kind of been like that. Like, did you see the, the one in the 2000s, Jerry, where uh, they actually show King Grayskull, you know, where he, where he gets the, you know, by the power of Grayskull? And you know that there he's not actually talking about the castle. He's actually talking about his ancestor, King Grayskull, where he's mm. like super massive. Like He Man's only like, yeah, He Man's only supposed to be like <laughs> half of Grayskull's size. Okay, you know, and, wow, and yeah, like him and this that sorceress, they were a couple. Oh no kidding! Yeah, yeah, That's so awesome. it's really cool. And he fights Hordak, but Hordak, he beats Hordak, but Hordak's magic kills king grayskull ah. so but he banishes hordak somehow i need to see some of that live action like a live action king has a live action hordak and, and joe asks it could be yeah 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 oh definitely It looks okay. It doesn't look like Phantom Menace, right? That way, right. Phantom Menace looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, James Gunn's a big fan of uh, practical stuff, and, and too, it, right? it looks good in Guardians. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Guardians does look good. Suicide uh, Squad too. Joe has a couple more uh, castings he wants out of us Who's guys. Evil Lynn, he, he wants says. Evil Lynn. I'm gonna go Angelina Jolie. It's probably like the obvious answer, but yeah. that's I didn't, who I, I didn't even think about her. I would go the Maleficent stuff was there for me. Angelina can do it. She looked great in Eternals, I thought. Um, still got it. So I, I, could put, I could see her in that role. I mean, you know, I mean, I hate to say it. it it's hard not to lean on the on the the voice casting because Lena Headey is still great looking. She could still be a great. And she could be. Yeah, she definitely she could She would be. rock it. And now we're used to the voice. Uh, he also said, who's Tila? Uh, I think. Jerry, me and Double A talked about this in our part one, but we didn't really. Sarah Michelle Geller kind of didn't do it for us, uh, as far as the voice of Tila. Yeah, yeah like it was hard really to hear her it. as this tough, strong woman, even though we knew she had been Buffy. But you know, it was like, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. I. I mean, I want someone almost like Arya Stark, like you know what I mean, like for Tila? yeah, for Tila, like I want warrior vibes, like a big heat man. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Yeah, like a Hemsworth. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, a big a big change. Well, you know, I'm sure she's aged up a little bit. You know what I mean? So you know, um, he says Idris Elba as Man at Arms. Um, I like it, except that I'm I'm becoming like not a fan of like where like the well, no, not not really that because I love him. But what I don't like is it's like oh, uh, and not not to get in, not to get political, but it's like primary character is Anglo, and then the the next secondary character is the one that's the minority. I'm like, wait a minute, why does it always got to be like that? Like you know, like can't we 
yeah, why why can't it even out or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's fine. Idris is, he's great in everything and he, he would be great as men at arms, but you know, I think we, there's other choices too. You know what I mean? So, uh, he says Angelina as sorceress at this age. Ha, I do watch uh, Rhea Ripley. WWE Rhea Ripley looks like she Tila. looks like the new Tila. The thing about wrestlers is that they've got the bodies, but can they act? You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's that's no. what you're gonna say. Yeah. Although we're about to see John Cena, Jerry, you just posted the Peacemaker trailer in the group. Um, a Cena could rival Hemsworth as He Man. No. Body wise, no. you know what I mean. <laughs> no. Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, Jerry, um, I'd have to get back on some of those castings. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll post them. Yeah, I'll post them in the group. Yeah, let's post that in the group and talk about that. Me too. (laughs) Like, like, man at arms, man at arms. I keep thinking about Game of Thrones. I know, I I keep thinking about Game of Thrones too, right? Yeah, I keep thinking about the I keep hearing his damn voice. Can we get from Game of Thrones? (laughs) Uh, oh Pascal. yeah yeah he yeah. can do anything now he's he's got a pass for me so he can do whatever he wants uh joe also says uh cena you can't see him this in his time is now Damn. he says uh, he says i need lucky's opinion of course and he says right now angelina is a sorceress at this age yeah I mean, that, that too so not that not evil lynn yeah all right but i, I mean, can see know. her as evil lynn though too i can see it too I can see it. Sometimes it's hard for me to think of Angelina like because I don't good. think Evil Lynn's supposed to be like twenty nine. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, Jerry, uh, we may go into one more block only so that we can properly plug uh, your show. I want you to talk a little bit about that. Um, so give me a second here. We'll get out of this one, and then we'll go into another. And then uh, I want to hear all about Totally Rad Christmas and anything else that you want to plug. And uh, about uh, maybe thirty seconds. <laughs> Guys, we're back here. We're going to wrap out this last uh, block here with Jerry D. And we just had a great comment in the comment section from Joe of Now Watch This who asked Jerry, Jerry, if G.I. Joe taught us that knowing is half the battle, (laughs) what is the other half you learned from Masters of the Universe Revelation Part 2? Damn. Okay, there Damn. you go. That's very nice. Very nice. Right. Uh double double A, you got something for what uh, knowing is half Oh, I didn't really think about it. So let yeah, me see. I, I would say if knowing is half the battle, the other half is um when you need power, feel free to make out with a guy with a skull face. Damn. If you, Damn. If you really need it, you really need it. Uh Joey want to hear what yours what yours is for sure. i think so uh jerry d tell us about uh a little bit more about totally rad christmas where can we find you where can we listen what do you have coming up what do you want to plug man go ahead <laughs> oh wow nice uh 
Yeah, I mean, I just, like I said earlier, I just talked about everything cool in the 80s that I could think of, and if it has anything remotely to do with Christmas, which is my favorite time of the year, so mm -hmm. I'll talk about it. So I got Mega Man 2 for Christmas. Nice. Ooh. So I have a whole episode on Mega Man. Yes. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. But mostly I try to focus on things like Magnum PI, writers, you know, stuff like that. Some of the fun cartoons that I used to watch. I have a Transformers episode that I'm excited about coming up soon. A Robotech episode as well that I'm excited about. Very nice. You know, and then talk about music from the 80s. Yep. Big. Big time. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. Very nice. As Joe said too, murder she wrote. So definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um I've heard your Who's the Boss episode. Uh, uh, who's the Boss? Your Gremlins nice. episode, your Rambo episode. You know, he had his brother on for his karate yes. kid episode. Yes. And I expected your brother to be another Jerry. And he came in and it was so fun to hear him be like, well, I don't remember what happened. I can't remember exactly. He was like a total, like, like I watched the movie once in the eighties and then it was like, you know, but it, it was not a Jerry thing, but <laughs> it, it made for such great. It was like, okay, cool. Like you didn't require him to be like brushed up and it, and it just came to a very natural brotherly conversation, which was very well done. I loved it. It was so fun. Nice. Christmas mm -hmm. created a, essentially an award show. Damn, nice. It was just an <laughs> Which I know you said was brutal on your editing. I know you said that. <laughs> there may be there may never be another Raddies we'd ever do. <laughs> Jerry, just go live like us and let what happens happen. You, you gotta let the chips fall where they may, brother. That's it. You know? Oh my goodness. I would love that so much. I know. He's the best. He would be the best live DCJ such a he's he's the ultimate villain. Oh my gosh, those guys. Well, we truly want to get Anthony on too here eventually and CJ as well. And I would I would have no I'd be not at all opposed to having Manny on uh cuz he's a great uh, host as well. Uh and I feel, you know, blessed and honored to kind of got to know all those guys through you, man. Um and you guys all talk trash and all that, but I I do hear it in the depth of the episode. There's a lot of heart there and there's a lot of kinship amongst podcasters and 
Christmas lovers and ones I've got to be a part of were, were special. And to hear you guys get into these real stories sometimes, uh, there's a lot there. You know what I mean? I tell people, hey, there's everyone's got a story, man. And sometimes these stories are, are, are pretty deep. Um, so that is really awesome, Jerry. I think you're doing a great, great job uh, and a great thing by by sharing everybody's stuff, man, getting everybody together. Uh, what else is Joe saying in here, Double A, real quick? Uh, he goes, the Bengals episode was great. The Brothers episodes are my favorites. And uh, <laughs> Jerry was on Tis the Podcast intro. That was awesome. Nice. And nice. he goes, Batman Returns was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was great to be on with Joe. I could tell Joe was a little starstruck. He was too starstruck being with you and Anthony there, Jerry. It was it's a little much for him, you know? So... <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's it's working. It's working. It's a good stuff right here. I would not wear this T-shirt if I did not believe in it, sir. <laughs> so um, great, Jerry. Well, I want everyone to go check out your podcast, man, at least one episode because it'll only take one and you'll be in love uh, for sure. Um, if there's anything else, guys, you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, just like I said, we got an upcoming episode with Jerry on his podcast coming yeah. soon. So. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. And I'm happy we beat out the now watch these guys to getting you on a full episode. So <laughs> boom, boom. What's up with that? And uh, it'll be our second time uh, as a team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I want to throw in, we want to throw our names in the hat, Jerry, for a, a, a ratty. Uh, we want to be the tag team champions. Yeah. The tag team championship ratty. <laughs> okay, great. We're we're up for that. I don't know how many duos you you have hey, out there, but hey, we're, we're Joe says, "Damn it, we're down to we're down <laughs> to take the title right there for the the duos." And I think the only one we might be against is Lucky and Joe, so we're up for that. Um, awesome, Jerry. Well, again, thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you for yeah, coming on. Yeah. For being here. It was awesome. It was awesome. Anytime you are always welcome on this show. You are a Friday nighter, Jerry. You are a member of the Friday Night Faithful for sure, forever. Um. So if there's nothing else, guys, we're good. I'll say what I say at the end of every show, guys, which is uh, there's two things that we want you to uh, remember and take home with you at the end of every episode of Just Another Friday Night. The first one in guys, the first one is guys to seize the day. Um, obviously, <laughs> He-Man Revelation. Everyone was seizing the day from Skeletor to <laughs> Evil Lynn to uh, Tila. Tila. Everybody, they, they all had to seize the day. <laughs> Andra, yeah, she, she wanted to become part of that. Andra, uh, you know, so uh, guys, go out there, um, your dream, your hope, whatever it is you want to do, seize the day, make sure and do that. And the second thing we say comes from Captain America himself in Avengers Endgame, where it is, uh, in order to do that, sometimes you got to do whatever it takes. Uh, he man had to call down the power of Grace School without the sword of power in his hands. We all thought that was pretty wild. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't go to dunk a basketball without the basketball in your hands. You? But in, in He-Man's case, you do. And he did whatever it takes. <laughs> he did whatever it takes, just like Cap, guys. Uh, so for myself, CM Chuck, and... Double A. And this has been another episode of Just Another Friday Night. Everyone, have a good night.